Welcome to Career and Leadership Real Talk, the no-nonsense guide for ambitious managers who want to have more impact and progress their career. I'm Pamela Langan, a job search coach and expert CV writer specialising in helping frustrated professionals land the jobs and pay rises they know they deserve. And I'm Jackie Jagger, a leadership and mindset coach specialising in helping newly promoted and new to role leaders to avoid the dickhead trap and lead with confidence. Between us, we've helped hundreds of leaders and managers to find new roles, take ownership of their careers, and handle the challenges that job searches and leadership responsibility inevitably bring. And now we're joining forces to share with you what we know has worked for our clients. Hello and welcome to today's episode. This is something that comes up for my clients a lot at interview stage, and it's something that Jackie supports clients with when preparing for promotion. We're going to be talking about what to do if you're told to be more strategic or how you can show or demonstrate that you are strategic in the, the way that you do things and the things that you deliver at work. So we're going to get straight in with this. And as we always do, we just get straight to the point, don't we? <laughs> There's no small talk around here. So, Jackie, this is something that has come up, as hasn't it, in your preparing for promotion course so do you want to start off the conversation around it and then we can get into the nitty-gritty about what it it looks like and what it means yeah of course following on really from the episode on like generic advice that is really hard to act on be more strategic is a really common one that people will hear when they are already in a management role and aiming for that career progression So like you say, that can happen whether they're looking internally for promotion or whether they're moving jobs. But there's this element of you feel like you need to be more strategic, but very rarely does anybody properly explain what they mean, often because they can't articulate it and how you can demonstrate it. It's really about that understanding of what does it mean to be more strategic and how can you demonstrate it? So either how can you show that you have the capacity for strategic thinking in your existing role so that people feel confident to give you that more strategic role? Or how can you show it when you are showing up at interviews and and talking to people about a new job? Yeah, it's a really hard one, isn't it? And I know like my clients will struggle with this a lot. And even as you move up the ranks, as you get more senior, that strategy thing comes into it all the time. And honestly, most people don't really understand strategy or what it means to think strategically. It's just a phrase that's bandied around that that people use. But I think, in my opinion, not that many people really understand what it means. And I think very commonly as well, Being strategic gets confused with being able to create a strategic plan. And strategic planning for me is, yes, it's associated and it's easier to do if you have the capacity for strategic thinking. But fundamentally for me, planning is about controlling the controllables. It's about where you're aiming to get to and it's about deciding how to use resources, how to spend budget, what steps need to happen in order to move from here to there. And 
you put strategic in front of it and it's okay so how is that different than regular planning and in a lot of cases that's where it starts to get really blurry and so what I find is that often the easiest thing is to consider what's the difference between leaders and managers that are thought of as being very strategic and leaders and managers that don't get given that label and that's where you can start to unpick and understand ah right now I can start to see what some of those things might be so the types of examples that I would always give is things like time frames so being strategic is about that capacity to think about beyond the here and now, beyond the day to day, and to really think about longer range. It doesn't have to be like five or 10 year strategy. You can be talking six, 12, 18 months, but it's about that capacity to think about the link between the here and now and that longer term time frame. It's often about breadth as opposed to depth. So it's about what are all of the factors that come into play as opposed to just what are the kind of internal known things. So what are the things that are happening in my industry or niche? What are the things that could impact now or in the future on how I need to operate, on how this business needs to operate? It's about being able to be zoomed out and be able to think about the big picture and the headlines and see patterns in data and make data tell a story as opposed to being really in the detail and really in knowing all the numbers back to front, left, right, up and down, but not being able to make that make sense at a kind of higher level. So it's coping with complexity, it's coping with ambiguity, it's coping with change. There's so many kind of nuances to it, but hopefully that starts to paint a bit of a picture of the types of people and the types of things that help people to be described as strategic when they can do all of those things, when they can cope with that risk and ambiguity and change and still keep that focus on yeah the the goal's the same maybe the plan needs to change maybe I need a plan b a plan c a plan d as opposed to rigidly sticking along so it's that flexibility and all of those other factors that I think often get people described as being strategic yeah I totally agree with that and that is something that comes up a lot with interview prep because when most of the people that I work with are management level all the way up to, to C level. So strategy is a huge part of that. So it's the strategic thinking, it's the strategic planning, like there's a lot of strategy going on there. And some people will say to me when we start talking about strategy, I haven't really got many examples around strategy because they've never given me the chance to be strategic I've always been too hands-on I've always been more focused on the team and delivering the work and I've never they've never given me the opportunity to be strategic and I push back on that and say you don't wait for an opportunity to be strategic you go in from day one and you understand the bigger picture you understand and this is where I mean I go on a lot in the first 90 days about understanding the mission vision and values because for me if you're going to be strategic that underpins everything that you're going to do because if you understand what the business is trying to deliver 
then you can understand what you need to deliver, what your contribution looks like, what your team contribution looks like. And for me, that's a huge part of strategy and strategic thinking, because if you can then look at what you need to deliver, does it line up with you know, what the company is trying to achieve, the company objectives, does it align with long-term goals and long-term plans? Because if you're looking at this stuff from a strategic point of view, you're looking at what is the bigger picture? What are we trying to achieve as a company? What are all of the contributions? How do they piece together? If you've got all of that information under your belt, then you'll be able to point out the things that won't fit into that, the things that might be a waste of money, the things that aren't going to provide much impact or give much, provide any benefits, whether it's to a project or to an end user. And you can then, that's when you will start to come across as more strategic, somebody who looks at the bigger picture and how everything fits together. And that links in really nicely for me with commercial awareness as well. I think strategic thinking and commercial awareness really go hand in hand. And as you are climbing the ladder and you are going further and further through your career that strategic thinking and commercial awareness becomes the most important thing you need to demonstrate in my opinion because that's where you're going to show your real value for money and show how you can provide that return on investment to the company and if they can see that if they can see that you are a strategic thinker that you get the strategy that you get what they're trying to deliver then you're more likely to get off of the job you're more likely to get those internal promotions like there's so much behind it and it I think it's so misunderstood hugely and I think it's the difference so hearing you describe it there I think that piece around vision mission values is a choice so not every business has it so you're not necessarily going to be able to sit and explore those in every single business that you go into but where it's there it's a choice and so often People read through them in week one and and that's it. They put to bed. And unless the company keeps them alive in some way, which most companies are pretty terrible at doing, then you don't necessarily naturally go back to them. And it's the difference. So if you take, for example, you've got responsibility for a project, a hands-on operator will be the person that will take accountability and ownership. They'll deliver that project on time and to budget. The strategic operator will be asking, Is that the right project to spend this time, money, resources on in order to achieve this overall business goal? Because they'll be prepared to question, hang on a minute, is that actually the right project rather than going along with it? And I know that's a really simplistic view. And I know that particularly in big companies, you may not have the choice and all of that. But it's that aspect of regardless of whether you can influence it, if you can ask those questions of understanding, hang on a minute, if this is what we're trying to achieve as a company, how does this fit in with that? Straight away, that is about you demonstrating that capacity for strategic thinking. Yeah, and and that is the difference between, I think, if we look at it from like an interview point of view, that is the difference between somebody really feeling that level of confidence in you and offering you the position than not. Because if you just skirt around strategy and you can't really demonstrate on how how you have been strategic thinking, like how you have managed to point out something that could have maybe damaged the company because you understood 
the overall goals. In the absence of mission, vision and values, there's always going to be a goal or an objective that you're working towards. Generally, it's going to be about making more money. <laughs> it's all going to come down to profitability. So if you can understand how that business fits together, what the objectives are, what the senior leadership team are trying to achieve, then that means that your contribution is going to be even more valid. And as you say, when you ask the questions, that's when people start to think of you as more strategic. That's where it's like, you know, that's where you're sitting in a meeting and you've got people kicking themselves thinking, why didn't I ask that question? Why didn't I know that information? And it's really basic stuff, but it can make a huge difference. And because not many people understand strategy, you can really elevate your profile and you can really stand out in interviews by demonstrating an understanding of it as well. And I think what can be helpful is if people are listening and if you're thinking to yourself, yeah, I can do all of that. I, I am quite strategic and I can think strategically, but people just don't see it. Then I think ask yourself the question of where are the opportunities to communicate slightly differently? Because it doesn't have to be hugely different. It can be asking those questions in a meeting. It can be about talking in a higher level rather than detail. And I think very often one of the things that kind of almost pulls people away from strategy is the day-to-day. -day. It's being stuck in the weeds. It's being in a hands-on role where there's a lot of pressure for a lot of pace. And that's certainly been my experience with a lot of my clients is, right, I've got to deliver. I've got to troubleshoot. I've got to get this sorted. I've got to do this. And then they find that days, weeks, months have gone by and they're like, okay, I haven't given any time or thought to anything strategic. I've just been pulled, you know, it's like a vortex <laughs> pulled into the day-to-day -day operations. And then I've now realized that I haven't either created the thinking time. And we've talked about that in, in previous episodes and how important it is, but also I haven't communicated in a way that's made it clear that that has come off the back of strategic thinking. So a really simple thing that can make a difference is just demonstrating that you have considered multiple options. When you're presenting a solution, just get into the habit of thinking about more than one option and being clear in your own head why what you're proposing is the better or best option. Because straight away, that's broadening the range of your thought, it's showing your acumen and your decision-making and that commercial thinking piece about this is the best way to achieve that aim. So straight away, if you show your workings on things, then you can position yourself and be seen as more strategic. And also, I think the other thing people really shoot themselves in the foot with is they talk to senior people and they talk in the same level of detail as they talk to their team. And I've seen this with presentations quite often. I'm sure you've seen this with interview prep presentations where it's, yeah, nobody actually asked you to explain all of this. You don't need that many slides. You don't need that much detail. What you need is the real kind of headline piece. And often the more senior person you're communicating with, they don't need all the detail. They need to trust that you get it, you've got that commercial acumen and you've made a good decision. And that's a very different piece of communication. 
Yeah, totally agree with that. And it is if you can find the way to communicate with those senior leaders, then you will have that trust. It will make your life easier. You will be seen as strategic. If you're somebody that assesses all the options, make sure it's in line with everything that we're trying to deliver, you will have that trust. And I think for me with strategy and strategic thinking, it's a continuous process, isn't it? It's not just something that you become overnight. It requires practice. You need to keep thinking about it. Am I demonstrating it? And do I understand the bigger picture? And especially if you're getting, I love what you said about the vortex of the day-to-day. If you're getting dragged in to that vortex of the day-to-day, then you need to be even more aware of the strategic elements. And sometimes the day-to-day stuff actually can be or maybe the day-to-day stuff isn't actually necessary because when you think more strategically it's like actually these tasks they don't need to be done or we can do less of these or somebody else can do that because we're going to start thinking more strategically about what we need to deliver and where we're wasting energy and things like that so I think if I suppose if you are absolutely rammed with work and the day-to-day is just dragging you in that is the time when you need to start being more strategic. And I think that you don't need to wait until you get to a senior leadership role to be strategic. I think you can start thinking strategically at any point in your career. The earlier you start doing that and and thinking strategically and thinking about the bigger picture, the easier it's going to be to progress throughout your career. Hugely. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. And it, it doesn't have to be really complex stuff keeping an eye on so many people I feel like chase qualifications or training in technical aspects of their role and it's all does anyone know any courses on this and they want to get better on technical aspects of things that are in their role or even when people are at a kind of manager leadership level I want to do a course to be more technically capable in something that's not even my responsibility. It's one of my team's responsibility because I don't want to not know the things that my team are you know, talking to me about. That for me is often a red herring because you can get technically better at things that sit within your remit, but that's not going to further your career because the further you go, the less technically expert you need to be and the more you need that strategic thinking capacity. So the sooner you can start to develop that, the sooner you can keep that range and awareness on industry developments, on what's happening with technology and how that might shape or influence the business that you're in. It's all of those things. And it's that building your kind of tolerance for ambiguity, I think is really underrated in terms of a a kind of strategic capacity and I was speaking to a client not long ago where they've been promoted and all of a sudden they now have to have this strategic plan for their function and that's really difficult if you've not developed that strategic thinking capacity because it's okay how do I know what's possible yeah how do I know whether I can actually deliver that And I think that can be something that holds people back is that they don't want to commit to delivering something if they don't have the plan that goes with it. 
And what you have to be able to do there is to think, okay, what are reasonable assumptions to make in this situation? What is known and what can I take a calculated risk on? And then how can I still nail my colors to the mast in a way that, yeah, I may not have 100% confidence that I can deliver this. And I think when you've grown up in an environment where you're constantly measured in your appraisals on have you delivered against your objectives for last year, that's hard to do to say, okay, this is what I'm going to commit to delivering. It's not easy because you haven't got the answers yet as to how you're going to go about it. But the more that you can do that and the more you can practice doing that sooner, the better you will stand yourself in good stead because then as you get the opportunities, you're like, yep, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm okay with this. I've done this before. This isn't the first time. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? It is just preparing and being prepared and when you are prepared you will spot more opportunities and more opportunities to be strategic will automatically present themselves because you you're looking out for them and I think that's a really great way to raise your profile as well throughout your career and what you'll find is people who get asked or whatever responds people who get asked to go for internal promotions are the ones that have demonstrated that strategic thinking that all round thinking that they're the ones who stand out as the people who ask the right questions, but we've got the right things to say in meetings and things like that. But it actually comes back to just understanding that bigger picture, because once you understand that bigger picture and how everything fits in and what your contribution is, that's when you can, that's when you'll know what the questions are to ask. That's when you'll be able to contribute at the right time with the right information. If you're working in the dark all the time, or you're just guessing, or you're just picking little bits and pieces up at meetings, it will be so much harder to demonstrate that level of strategic thinking. Whereas if it's ingrained in you, if it's everything that you're thinking about and talking about, then it will be a lot easier to just make it a natural part of who you are as well. And I really, you've mentioned questions a few times. And what struck me as you said it just there is being comfortable with questions rather than answers is what set strategic people apart they don't have to have an answer for every question and I think often if you feel like if a question's been asked there's that pressure to be able to have an answer for the question and very often the, the higher level questions don't have clear answers it's not apparent what the answer might be but the questions are really important and I think comes back to that whole piece around trying to prove yourself of it, you can damage your kind of reputation as a strategic thinker if you don't ask good questions or if you feel like there needs to be an answer for every question whereas if you get comfortable with having questions and asking questions that don't have answers and also it's a lot around listening so as you were talking then I was thinking about some of the things that developed me from a strategic perspective was getting involved in cross-functional projects where I got to see and hear and listen to and understand a whole range of views. So I got to understand more about kind of IT. I got to understand more about marketing. I got to understand more about procurement and supply chain. And being involved in those cross-functional projects can be putting your hand up and being somebody that wants to get involved in those can be a really helpful way to be able to ask questions, build understanding and get used to what goes on elsewhere in a way that 
really builds your ability to then factor that back into your thinking for your own role. Yeah, definitely. I, I love that way of thinking because again, like we talk about it so often, the things that are never really taught in the workplace or the things that we don't really get much training on. And I think strategy is a huge part of that. We're expected to be strategic. We're expected to understand strategy, but it's like a little secret that nobody ever really wants to share with you because it's like, it's strategy. So we should know what strategy is and it's hard. And especially if nobody ever explicitly explains it to you what it is and how you can come across as being more strategic then you're just making it up as you go along obviously you can refer to google or or you can listen to the podcast but the you, generally people just get stuck in head down and just go with the flow and without that kind of real awareness of am i being strategic or not i do think it's the difference between how fast you progress and how fast you do Yeah, it definitely is. It's one that people, like I said at the start, people find it really hard to articulate. So they'll tell you you need to be more strategic, but they almost need to see it to to feel like you're more strategic. And then they're like, yes, you are. But they find it really hard to tell you specifics of what you can do or change or how you can come across as a more strategic thinker. So hopefully that's what we've been trying to do with this episode is really to give you some clues and hints and and kind of ideas around how you can a build that capacity for yourself but b demonstrate it to either seniors if you're going for promotion or to interviewers i just want to pick up just before we finish on that whole piece around interviewing and we've given our thoughts before on whether you should ask for feedback after an interview but that's mm-hmm. definitely a common one is or we want someone more strategic or it's a more strategic role we needed to see more of that so what would be your guidance for people that are going for interviews and want to make sure that they come across because it's not like people say to you okay tell us how you're strategic they yeah. form that view when they're recruiting, they form that view from how you appear throughout the interview. So how do you prep clients to be able to show that strategic thinking capacity? So in terms of being prepared for answering questions around strategic thinking in an interview, the easiest way to do it is to not just tell them what you did, but to tell them how you did it so that you can show that you've considered all of the options, that you can show you you thought of the bigger picture of what the overall goals were and how your contribution and other people's contributions linked in to, to what you were trying to achieve. And if you can do that, you will stand out from everyone else because everyone else in that interview is going to tell them what they did, but they're not going to show that journey from A to B. They're literally just going to almost provide a list of this is what I did in this situation. Whereas if you can give that real detail on how you did it, that's going to make you stand out. That's going to fill them with confidence. That's going to really help you get the job offer. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really important guidance for people because that way of answering questions just means that it's covered without you actually having to say this is how I show that I'm strategic it just flows it oozes out from you that you are that person who has given that range of thought to it 
So yeah, I think that's really helpful. As we come to a close then, great to have you with us for another episode. If you recognize that being more strategic is something that's important for you, whether that be in terms of getting the promotion that you want or on job search mode, then our links are in the show notes. You're very welcome to book in with us. We can give you that support personalized one-to-one. And as ever, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, then please do rate and review on whichever platform you are listening on. And please do share this episode with anyone that you think will benefit from it. We'll be back next time. And thank you for listening.